Hello everyone, my name is Magdala Ramirez and I come from the Maya Mexica tradition and this is a very intense portal or where we are and uh, there is so many things going on in the world, so many situations that you are encountering too in your little world and it is the time to see a higher picture a higher understanding of who you are, something that it is not based in identities to races, to um, economics, or whatever caste or standards the system tells you that you belong. And that understanding of the belonging, it's just way too important because that is what it creates an identity. And then leaving behind that identity, it has been a big, big situation for the people. As you know, I am Maya Mexica, and I have here with me a very beautiful sister that I love so, so much. She has been in the corporate world in the United States. You know, imagine this one, the pharmaceutic, you know, it was all white people. So it has been quite a journey for her to understand her own racism and what it has been the journey for her and even the connection that we have with each other with the understanding of what is going on with the higher picture. So hi Patrice, how are you today? Hi everybody, I'm doing great. Thanks for including me in this uh, chat today. The radio show and it's very I'm very thankful for you to come forward and uh, explain your journey and how to leave your racism you know behind and for you to become a true human being so how is racism started for you Patrice as white woman well, with all this privilege I, mean, for, for, I think for most white people including me um, you, I didn't have a sense even that I was racist until I started having to look at myself and how I am. And, you know, it even goes back to when I was a child and I was part of a family where racism existed. And also when you're a child in white and United States, people start telling you you have to compete and you have to be better than people and that puts in your mind you know okay I'm, I am better than people in the white imperialism and I guess I didn't think too much about what racism was or maybe later on I got to be thinking well how can I I'm not racist until I started looking at you know when did I feel like uh, I was better than or getting into the corporate world as you were saying uh, you start to have to compete and you don't even understand that lots of times you you know the system makes it so that you get rewarded for being a white person and the white privilege so all of those things were happening and yet I was really pretty unaware of that part of myself until I had to start looking at it and saying what are these parts of myself that are racist and how am I how am I bringing that out you know and it's a big journey to 
because you don't want to admit that in yourself. You don't want to feel like you're, you know, it's, it's horrible. Um, I remember I had an experience with you not long ago where we were talking to a young man and, and I couldn't even admit that I was racist and it brought out all these feelings in me. So the work for me has been just admitting that I have racism in me, understanding what it is and trying to go through the work of rooting it out. It's been very hard work for me. So, so I understand that. And, and how, uh, people mentality, they think that it is normal to be that white supremacy when you're white and not understanding or not even seeing where is your biases about it. And that has been quite a journey for you, especially because you live in a family that it is very racist. You grew up racist, your family, your sisters, everybody is kind of racist about it. And when you bring that one up saying, um, you know, I am seeing this or I'm seeing that or this is my spiritual work to leave this behind. They also react about it. How a person that it is awakening and seeing, you know what, I am not going to be this anymore. I'm not into white supremacy anymore. How it has been for you and your family, Patrice? Well, that's a great question because my family was just all visiting me and I had an experience. You know, I live I live in the Southwest and a lot of the um, discussions around this land and really, you know, an understanding that this land was basically stolen. And uh, I had I had my brother-in-law here and he was bringing up all of these racist comments. And part of my work is to say something when I see that it's there, and so I did, uh, but probably, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago, I wouldn't even have had the awareness to say how people feel here and how it feels when people say they should just go back to where they came from and all of that stuff that goes on. And so, yeah, the, the spiritual work is if you see it, I need to say it, and I've had to do that with my family, and it was a very uncomfortable situation with my with my brother-in-law. And you love your family, and I uh, do love them. Yeah, but still, you need to hold on into your ground when you're talking about it, and uh, what it happens with this with this relation within your own self, overcoming all those ways that it creates those identities in you and uh, and the projections that you have with the rest of the world. You know, and uh, of course, by races in your own little world, you know, your your how it is embedded in the people and uh, that part of it, how it has been for you. <laughs> yeah, and... Um I know I have a couple sisters that live near me, and we talk about it a lot. I think there's many layers to it. So if you become aware and you bring it up, but then you find another layer inside of yourself 
oh my God, look at that one that I'm still doing, you know, hanging on to white privilege or, uh, you know, not saying something because it gets too uncomfortable to say it. Or on the other side of it is when you can, you begin to see it and, and say it and overcome it. Um, and can I find the root of it all? Because, you know, we've talked a lot in our spiritual work about how many, how much of it comes through genetic lineage too. My grandmother was really racist. And, you know, I had family that came a long time ago and in the early part of the beginning of the United States and they took land and I feel ashamed about that. I'm sorry. And I, even though it wasn't me, you know, I feel ashamed. How do you overcome the white shame and the white guilt that you talk about it? I'm not even, I, sometimes I'm not sure, even sure how, I guess, except that, you know, if I begin to see what are the things that came from that and my biases that I bought into and uh, changed them, I guess that's one way that you overcome it. I think it takes a lot of awareness because You know, there's so many things that uh, I, as a white person, I do that uh, can be so insensitive and unconscious. And those are the things I'm trying to see in myself. And see, I see other people as they are. I mean, we've worked a lot on that as spiritual work is can, can I see people through their essence instead of projecting my own you know, whiteness on them, that's a form of colonialism in itself. So I guess those are, that's what I've been working on. And um, the hardest ones for me are when I have biases and, you know, I'm still doing it because my reward comes from privilege, you know. That's a very hard one for me to overcome. I know that it has been very strong spiritual work that you have been doing, Patrice, especially coming from that white supremacy, but in so many ways teaching the people and bringing those teachings about can you see the ways that the mother see you, you know, really seeing you as you are, as an spirit, and a spirit that holds a body in this time and space where it is so much identifications through races, that it is so much identification with the border situation or, or you know, the children in cages and all these horrible things that it is coming forward and this time and space and at the same time trying to hold on into that identity that it is related with you since you were a little girl, white little girl privilege, white supremacy, and uh, overcoming these parts in you, like, and, and address it, and not hide in it, you know, it has been a big, big deal to relate in that level of consciousness, like seeing the people with the eyes of the Great Mother, you know, through that beautiful 
light body that everybody is. So the journey for you, <clears throat> how do you perceive the situation <clears throat> that it is going on with the children, that they are brown people right now? Well, it's a very horrible situation, and in many ways, I feel like I'm not sure exactly what to do to help that, and I'm I'm looking for ways to figure out how can I help. I know that the biggest help for me is if I can change inside of me, then things will change outside, but it doesn't feel like a very good solution for people who are suffering, that's for sure. So, I don't know, I'm, 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 I don't know what to do. Uh, how do you change it? If you go and fight with the system, you become the system, but um, it's, it's a horrible situation. And the people that are at the border, too, and they're fleeing persecution. And, you know, I feel, I feel helpless about that a little bit. I don't know what to do. So overcoming these forces in you, like trying to comprehend different cultures, it has been a big journey for you, isn't it? Yes, I mean, I've worked on that a lot, especially, you know, when you're in a place where you can go out and, you know, and meet and see many people. And can I, the work for me has been, how do I see people as they are without me putting my own self into them, you know, and that has been a big journey. It's been, it's actually been really great because I can, begin to see people as they are not as who I think they are or who who I think they should be is a big one too for you know white bias you think everyone should be just like you and they're not and you need to see people as they are that's been part of my journey how do you overcome that situation Patrice or how it has been so, so hard for you not make the white theorization. Everybody needs to turn white in order to relate with me, you know, the white supremacy mentality and respect everyone's tradition, ways, color of the skin, and also receive the biases towards you, you know, because that has been a big spiritual work. Like, how does it feel when somebody look at you in that way? Well, I can feel I can feel how it would feel for me to do it, be doing that to someone else. And one, I mean, you know, the first time I went to Mexico, I was like, "Why isn't everybody speaking English?" And oh my gosh, be, I remember that like, one. <laughs> just like me, and why don't they like me? And you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and so when I worked on it some, and then I went back to Mexico one time. There were so many people that embraced me because I I don't know what the difference was. When I can see people as they are, they see your heart, I think, is part of it. And when you're projecting that on people, they see your bias and they send it back. So the work has been, you know, how, much, how deep can I go and really 
seeing people as they are and uh, also some of the work has been can you go and feel that how it feels because when you feel how that feels you think oh my god what have I been doing you know I need to change you know following the ways of the mother it is very very beautiful into you know changing that way of living that's the union of polarities. How do you feel deep inside making the changes in the understanding for a higher truth available for you inside of you? And then bringing into the manifestation. That's the masculine way. Yet it has been a quite a struggle to live in that truth for many, many people. Living in that truth means that you can see beyond all this identities and belonging and whatever the government says that you are and seeing it beyond this and uh and even working you know for me working too with these forces of the white supremacy when i am maya mexica imagine this one with a big big knowledge of the great mother that the great mother goes and said go and tell them and yet what people see is just a Mexican, you know, Mexican woman. Imagine this in the very weird country where there is so many separations. And I don't feel it. The knowledge that we're bringing forward belongs to the whole world, as the mother says, because the mother wants all her children together. The mother wants everyone to relate in a good way. And when I said in a good way, is respecting and honoring each other and contributing to the highest good of everyone. How that one has been the journey for you, Patrice? Well, I think, you know, um, back to how we get trained in United States, white people, you know, get pretty much trained that you're, it's all about you and you and you. And so you're, you know, breaking that one, uh, that there, that it's not just about you and that there's a higher picture and that higher picture means really feeling what's best for everyone is very hard when that programming has been in you. So that that's a big journey in itself. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, back to, like, when you get into the corporate world, it's all about competition and separation and, you know, um, but there, but thinking about how it's the best for everyone, that's been a lot of the spiritual work in our ceremonies and helping, helping people, you know, see a bigger picture starts with me seeing the bigger picture of myself. I mean, I can't help anybody unless I can see it in myself. And that's been a lot of my work. And once you start to see it, I think there's a natural part of wanting to, you know, be helping other people, but it's breaking all those patterns in yourself about my little you, the one that feels like my ego, the little one, you know, breaking that one. Yeah. Well, we have quite a journey together. You know, you're my spiritual sister for such a long time. And I love you very, very much. But 
we have addressed your racism over and over and over again in many, many levels. I mean, even the fear for you to be my sister, you know, in that realm of the corporate world, in the families, like how can you be in a spiritual sister in all these situations? It has been in there, Patrice. How you have overcome this? Because for me, it is not. It is not a big deal, even when people ask me about it. I mean, I turn around and it's, it's kind of like funny. How can you choose your sisterhood through the essence? And that essence, you choose your people. You choose the one that you want to relate with the essence. It has nothing to do with the color of the skin. It has nothing to do with anything else about it because that is the ways of the mother. So how do you feel when you when you are are being my sister, you know, and um, what was the struggle for you and how you have overcome it because you have overcome so much about that, Patrice. So tell me. Well, you, you know, one of the things, I don't know if everybody has it, but and especially in the United States is the fear of what other people will think about me. So, I mean, that can be the root of like, well, if I'm, Part, if you're my sister, being just open about it versus, you know, how do, how are people going to see me? I guess that was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I love you so much. I, I really um, don't want to, to hide you. And yet, you know, when I get fears like that, I do and I feel bad. So um, overcoming it is stopping that voice inside of me of any fear that I have about who I am. I mean, really knowing who I am and that knowing my sister and understanding you through that essence, I I think that's been a big part of overcoming it. And I, I really love you so much. And I know that, Patrice, and I love you too. You know, making um, the bridge of so many understandings, it has been about Tonantzin, the great mother, and Tonantzin and her teachings about it, you know, how to bring the great mother inside of the people. And it is not through a tradition, because you're not Maya Mexica. It has been about a knowledge, an understanding that embraces all the traditions and all the colors of the skin, everywhere in the world and having that understanding about it it really bypass any separation love it is the true bonding that we have with each other love is what it brings unity to each other but it starts with the self can we see beyond the pain can you overcome the shame and the white guilt and all that situations that it is in your culture and address it openly, even when you're not comfortable, still address it and say it. What is it? What it is that part in the self that you feel so afraid of what other people will think about you? You know, and here comes the teachings of the mother that involves everyone. And that is beyond religion, too. You know, beyond any tradition, because it is only one knowledge 
everywhere in the world. And you see it in the Tibetan, and you see it in India, and you see it in, in the Buddhists, and the Christians, and the Druids, and our ways, in the indigenous ways. And yet, it is so much division when you want to bring this one forward. And seeing beyond the pain. Seeing beyond the separation and the biases. How that one it has been for you? Quite a journey, Patrice. Tell me. Well, yeah. Well, so, I did. I grew up a Catholic and, and you know, in the, the religion, the male is God. And I remember being young and thinking... There must be more than this, but, um, you know, my, the tone and scene is so important to me. And when I first started sort of waking up and remembering myself, she was part of that journey and coming to me and showing me. So I do love, love her so much. And it was the first time I really began to realize that, that there is a, a feminine feminine divinity you know the divine feminine and that was the beginning of my journey is remembering that again and from there you know finding out how much just that connection can really help overcome so many things including you know my biases and my programming and all of that because i know that she sees me in a completely different way and uh, my journey on that is that's actually what led me into meeting you and starting my spiritual work and understanding so many things and beginning to see myself in a different way. Yeah. And sometimes even have a good laugh when you come out with all these biases because... Yeah. Good thing you have a good <laughs> sense of humor, huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's very hard to comprehend for the people, you know, when uh, we can have this relation that you come out with this so racist comments and I go, okay, that is so freaking racist, Patrice, that is the the white supremacy in you and you're going to cut it right now, you know, and it's kind of funny, but not really, but that is the work that we can see beyond this without... No, not, not really. Okay, tell me. Uh, tell me about it. Well, I was just going to say, you know, that's been a, a big help for me, even though it's not very fun for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, it is it is kind of um, funny, too, to observe this and uh, and to explain to the people, you know, as... Mexican that right now I am living in United States and recognizing too that even the people that they are coming in here is bringing back the knowledge you know the prophecies of the returning to the land of the ancestors and I live among uh, all these beautiful sacred places I live among this petroglyphs that it is talking about the time before the tribes were tribes and raising the vibration in some way or another we do need to raise our consciousness and overcome whatever biases 
it is. Yes, it has been quite a journey for me, and yet it is a privilege and a knowledge and an honor to work with these forces too to help the people to see the higher picture. How do you feel, Patrice, about this? Are you there? Oops, we have a little technical difficulties, but here is Patrice back. So, Patrice, what do you think about all this overcoming of his biases? I think the, the most important thing for me is that I I really want to overcome my biases and then I'm, that I need to stop working on it and actually do it. And I think the the knowledge and understanding of the teachings is so helpful and mostly just, you know, finding those layers inside of myself and just finding out where did it come from, how do I remove it. Um, the spiritual work of really practicing every day, seeing people as they are, and then speaking my truth and when I see something that's wrong, and also listening when it's pointed out to me where my biases are. It's been so important too. So that that's what I'm working on and working on that every day. Okay. Well, I am so thankful for you, Patrice, and thank you for everyone to make your work. We all need to think out of the box. What do you think? I want to have your opinions about this. What it is in your heart. How we can see the next truth available as a human being beyond all these biases and racism and all these situations that entraps you, identities that, you know, the system is telling you who you are and the fight that you have within yourself, like Patrice was talking about, and yet embracing a higher truth. Can you see yourself as the way that the mother look at you with all this love and understanding? Can you see everyone else truly because they are all the daughters and the sons of the Great Mother? We can do this because this is our time. And in this powerful, powerful vortex that we are right now, it is overcoming all these fears that it is right there, so ingrained in all human beings, in all the races. I love you all so much. I am you. Tlatsokomate, tlatsokomate, tlatsokomate. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Yes, download the app that we have. It is Messages from the Great Mother, and it is available in your phone. And look for it in the App Store. It is very, very powerful, beautiful app. So, yes, we want to make this Big because the mother wants you to know that she walks with you, that she is with you at all times. And depends on you, your connection with her. And those little messages is just a reminder about this. You will receive a little message every day. And it has been such a powerful journey for everyone. Thank you.
Tlatzocomate, Tlatzocomate. I am you. I am Magdala Ramirez Garcia. <laughs>